Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most. Folks, welcome back to the No Laying Up live show slash podcast Friday uh, round two U.S. Open edition. Solly here. TC is joining us. Hello, TC. I'm back, folks. I'm back. Good to be here, Solly. Cody is here as well. He is calling in from the airport. We may have to hit the mute button a few times. We are in the lounge enjoying some old fashions. Cody, uh, he is out at Tory. was out at Tory Pines today. He's going to share some on the ground insights. Cody, how are you? Cheers. Very good. Welcome. I am in the airport being taken care of here at the Amex Lounge, but it's okay. We got old fashions. I'm ready to talk some golf, get these takes out there. So I'm excited, boys. All right. Before we do that, uh, we want to give a shout out. I always have a hard time finding good sunglasses. Uh, I'm sure I believe TC, you can echo some of this. I think we have opposite problems, but uh, I got a very big dome. Nothing seems to fit right. But our friends, uh, I, I got to try on like 50 pair of these, even the gas station ones or anywhere I've gone. I got to do all these different kinds to find something that just doesn't look horrible. Uh, so when when Rain reached out to us and said, we want to send you some sunglasses, I was like, all right, send me the I chose the Wileys. I was like, send them to me. They're probably not going to fit me, but like, I appreciate the effort. Send them to me. Let me just go ahead and try these on for you guys. I mean, they fit my head perfectly. My wife loves them. I love them. Uh, they, they classic handmade sunglasses, the best handmade sunglasses that money can buy. They were founded back in 2009 by three California guys. They were frustrated by the lack of quality eyewear and accessible price. They focus on premium materials to create super lightweight, carefully crafted sunglasses. The lenses are manufactured by world renowned Carl Zeiss vision and the frames are made with the highest quality materials. So they maintain the shiny new sunglass look for years. They got 100% UVA and UVB protection, tons of polarized options. Uh, you know, Rihanna, James Harden, Shay Mitchell, John Hammer all wearing these things. So it's not surprising. GQ named them 2021's best sunglasses of the year for men. Free shipping, free returns, a one-year warranty. You have truly nothing to lose. The best sunglasses I've ever owned by far. So look no further. You got the perfect sunglasses brand, Rain, exclusive offer for just no laying up listeners. Head to raen.com. Use promo code NLU for 25% off your first order. That's rain, raen.com. Use promo code NLU for 25% off your first order. I'm not going to wear them for the whole show. They, uh, I've got a skinny head. They fit my head too. The, the Wiley, I think. So uh, this is handmade, high quality stuff we're talking about. <laughs> All right, today today's show. I, I'm going to promise, and maybe this might be to the disappointment of some of our uh, from our listeners and viewers, but I think we're going to be a little more positive today. Although I don't think anything was very different, it was probably even more boring of a day. There was even less buzz, I think, than yesterday. But yesterday we got hit with the shock the, that they were going to hit us with a ton of commercials, and today I felt very prepared for it. So, uh, TC, I feel like you were not on the show last night. I feel like you probably got some things to say. I want to just toss it up to you first. What's the biggest story so far? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think you guys had to bring me in for some positivity. I'm known for my positivity. <laughs> and, uh, that's why I'm here. Oh, no. Um, How far no, have we I fallen? Mean, you know, Tory is what we thought it was. Um, definitely. I think some of it, you know, Cody, you can probably speak to this a little bit. It seems like some of the energy is just being sapped out by the the marine layer a little bit. It just seems kind of grayish and and 
you know, the, the course isn't playing too spicy. There's not a whole lot of great light out there. Um, I do love the paragliders. They're, they're out there Always. in full force. Um, but yeah, it's just, I don't know. It just feels like kind of a slog, right? And, and there's not a whole lot, not a whole lot of juice to it. Decent leaderboard, um, you know, kind of a good mix of, of solid, you know, solid, if unspectacular veterans, um, you know, and then very unspectacular Richard Bland and, um, you know, and then some, some heavyweights kind of lurking, waiting in the wings. So I think we're in for a good Saturday though. I, I do have high hopes for tomorrow. I think this thing's going to materialize into a, into a pretty, pretty exciting Saturday. I apologize for the StreamYard logo that was covering up half my face. I can confirm we've paid for the premium package. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Rain and our other partners that have helped us pay for that. So I'm man in the ones and twos tonight. DJ usually does this, and I'm not an expert at this, so bear with me on any live show things. Uh, all right, Cody, you were on site all day today, looking a little more red even than you were last night. I don't know if you wore any sunscreen today. Also an issue. Uh, what's uh, wh wh What are you burning on? What are your big takeaways from today? Well, I started the day out very excited because there was no delay, no marine layer. Got out there ready to go, and unfortunately, it was just a kind of a dreary overcast day all day. So the wave that we watched and were so excited for yesterday, they finished up this morning, got started on round two, and they just kind of didn't really take it deep. I was you know, looking for big things from guys at the top of the board, and it's crazy that yesterday I was praising Louis for his play. And he's in the exact same position today after shooting an even round par. So that's kind of where we're at. Not a lot of movement. Um, we're saving that, I guess, for tomorrow. Uh, biggest disappointment today, probably the Molinari brothers. I understand they make the cut. Very good for them. Matching 76s. Not really what I was looking for out of Franco. But I don't know. A lot of room, a lot of positivity out there today and, and happy to be there. I don't know if you heard this. He's one of the pre-tournament favorites. I heard that of on the course, telecast coming into today. So yeah, I saw sixty to one. Yeah, so yeah, I saw somebody send in a ticket at three forty to one that they got him. So you know, a lot of people <laughs> were, were were talking about him coming into this. Uh, we're not going to do coverage takes. Come on, guys, we're better than that. Come on. Um, all right, well, I, I want to talk about Louis a little bit, but we have to start with Richard Bland, correct? I mean, first of all, the guy doesn't have a hat sponsor. Uh, one, I think we honestly should put an inquiry in to see if we can get on that hat for the rest of the weekend. Two. Does he have an agent, or or is it is it just him? Is it his wife? I don't know. The agent's not working very hard. If he's in the lead in the U.S. Open, he doesn't have a hat deal. But uh, he's not going to win the U.S. Open. We know that. However, gosh, thank God we have like this storyline, right? Is I'm not going to say Russell Henley is not a great story, but it's not a great story. So I did just say that. This is an Boo. incredible story. He's an awesome story. I like Henley. He's, he's, yeah, he's I do too. He's not an exciting not a, story, but that's he's not he's an a, awesome he's story. Dude. Richard Bland leading the U.S. Open after two days is an awesome story. The dude is 48 years old, wins for the first time a month ago after 477 career starts. Has just, by all means, is a you know by all accounts, is a delightful bloke from everyone we've heard from in the European Tour, and is gonna like he's got to sit with it. He, I love the dudes that finish midday of round two of a major and got to sit with it for like 27 hours for an afternoon tea time at the U S open uh, friendly ish pairing with Russell Henley tomorrow. But it's, that's, that's a, that's a developing situation we've got going here. What would you do if you finished it at say 1 PM, you know, 2 PM local time, what would you do the rest of the day? And then, you know, basically you have 24 hours until your next tea time. Are you, are you going and getting shit faced just to, to like be hung over? So you can't even give yourself a chance to, to worry about it. Are you, are you going to the San Diego zoo? 
Um, parasailing you know, up there on the going, coast. Why would you? Paragliding? paragliding? Yeah. yeah. That's probably those guys are reckless. I do some reckless stuff in my life, but those guys are out of control. Uh, How close are they to the cliff? They're very close. Are they like uh, you know coming above the golf course at all? No, no, no. no. I think that's the no, no. I think there's like police below them with paintballs or something like that, gonna snipe them out of there if they they go over the golf course. But four of them today all day just buzzing that tower. I thought, Phil, I thought Phil's got to move him out of the way on four. I mean, after what he did with the drones at Kiowa, I thought that was they were definitely in his eye line. But I know, um, like we we're you know we're good friends with Max and we follow him and know him personally. I can only imagine what it was like the last two days for Max playing with Phil the first two rounds of the U.S. Open in Phil's hometown because the the size of the crowds following him. It's absolutely insane. And kudos for Max. Probably not the best putting, you know, demonstration that he put on, but kudos for him for for holding on and grinding it out because it was definitely the Phil show, even though he was also playing with another San Diego native and completely was overshadowed by the crowd. Xander might be my my guy for as we go into the weekend for somebody who's hitting the shit out of the ball yeah. and, and really hasn't made much to this point and is right there. But on the on the bland Bad front, love of the greens today too. He did. On the bland front, question: Does he finish in the top ten after Sunday? Place your bets. No, I'm going to say he finishes t ten. T ten. He he's not going. I don't think he's finishing top ten either. But no matter what, we get to see him in the cauldron. I hope. I'm just hoping we don't get a drop from coverage by the fifth hole tomorrow. That. That was that nobody wins in that scenario. I want to see him last for at least a little bit longer tomorrow. But I mean, it he, feels uh, like it's a slow bleed here, right? It's not like he's going to make a true a bunch of quads or something like that. It's going to be bogey, 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 and he, you know, and he's still going to be kind of in the mix. Let's say he shoots three over on the front, he's still you know two under for the tournament and still firmly in it. So I, I think he's at least sticking around through the back nine tomorrow. It's wild to see Richard Bland like go through the course extremely unfazed and Kepka just like stumble all over himself today after we were just hyping him so much on how smart of golf he plays and how in control he is. It's literally as soon as I tweeted that today, he made like six bogeys in the in the next nine holes. He just he that he was he's one of my my bigger disappointments for the day. I know he's at even, he's not he's far from out of it, but I don't know. We're going on a couple years now of these like Brooks like, oh, he's up on the leaderboard again. Who didn't see this coming? And then just kind of has a nine hole period that he just kind of blacks out and does not make things happen. And uh, gosh, I'm just kind of very stuck between like, all right, you do this ridiculous thing where you get in contention at every one of these majors now, but kind of once you're there, kind of leaving a little bit to be desired, if I may say. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disagree with you there. I think it's um, you know some of that's just got to do with consistency and reps and practice, though, right? I would think so. Yeah, but I, I I would more think that consistency and reps and practice would mean like, yeah, you're probably not even getting into contention if that's the case, right? Like that's the kind of even more ridiculous part of it is that he, you know, all these dudes that are playing themselves out of it very, very quickly and he is not doing that. But but it's like, I feel like it's through sh- sh- like sheer force of will and, and, you know, just brute force. And then he he's pretty much, you know, like he's he's worn out by the time he gets into contention. If that makes yeah. sense, and and then that's when he stumbles. So that's a good point. Um, all right, tell me about Louis. Did you get to see much of Louis, Cody? Yeah, I watched him almost all day. Loved it. What did you see? It, it's amazing. I mean, you, 
everybody talks about how you know buttery smooth this swing is, but the guy just hits the ball so good. Um, obviously left a lot out there today. Majority of it, I would say putting, but really kind of scrambled his way to put put together that even part round. Um, but man, he's so positive. Like he's the guy I think that you know. There's guys that everybody wants to be paired with. Louis definitely one of them because he's the one cracking jokes and everything and interacting with the fans and galleries around him. It's just awesome to be able to fall. If you're going to a tournament ever, I would say find Louis because number one, you're going to lo- learn a ton about your golf swing. You're going to learn how these guys actually interact with galleries the right way, how they can be a give and take and not just be completely in the zone all the time. And number three, I mean, he just is an awesome dude. So uh, I loved it. It was awesome. Well, he you want to talk about somebody that doesn't get reps either. I mean, he <laughs> he doesn't really get reps. He doesn't it practice. Like every, yeah, it looked like every time they cut to him today, he was just hitting like an extremely apathetic shot, right? I mean, just I couldn't believe he shot even today from just from the the tidbits we get in and out of whatever that's not in playing through. I don't watch the screen when they're on playing through, by the way. So whatever they actually show with the full screen, I actually got to see, but. He is four and a half strokes game putting to this point. I mean, and that's what's underrated about Louis. I think he's number one in strokes mm-hmm. game putting on tour. Like everyone loves the sweet swing and, and and pictures him as this incredible ball striker, but that's not necessarily the case. I think if he could strike it, he would win all of these things. But that was the crazy thing. At, I think at Kiowa, I think they said he's 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 number one putter on the PGA Tour, and I was like, holy shit, are you serious? Wait, that <laughs> that golf swing is the number one player in the. And the number one putter on the PGA tour. That's insane. Like, and there's that old, you know, like that old story about his, his agent basically saying, Hey, if I could get this guy to care like 10%, he'd, he'd have won 10 majors by now. You yeah. know, he's the most talented player in the world. Ben Ruttenberg's here in the comments saying Brooks being criticized for only top fiving in majors the past two years. Meanwhile, the JTs and Rory's of the world get off easy. First of all, we haven't let anybody off easy for not doing well in majors. We have Randy killed Rory. We, yeah, we talk about JT's disappointing run in majors every single chance we get, and Rory is like what we lead the show with when he opens up T forty eight with it with uh, with every major. So I don't want you can get all that out of my out of my face. So um, can we talk about Wolf? Uh, yesterday was schizophrenic as hell, a eight birdies and shots one under par today was actually a very in control round. One bogey shoots three under today. Sorry. Is he at four under correct overall? Yes. yes. Total. Yeah. Yeah. Shot 68 today. Um, and total control spoke, you know, with, uh, was it Steve Sands afterwards, just about a little bit more about mental health and, and, Gosh, for somebody who's again should be in college. Actually, I think he should have just graduated college for the record. But uh, he has never. He has finished. He's ended one round. This is Justin Ray stat, of course. Ended one round of the U.S. Open in his career outside the top ten. That's pretty wild. So, you got, are you expecting him to stick around this weekend? I am for I sure. Think he's just solid. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, I don't think he's. I don't think he's going to win. Um, but I could see him just a just a solid like T eight, you know. I don't I don't have high hopes. Now on the other hand, I'm very excited to see Bubba in the mix. Um, I just think Bubba, I don't know. It's kind of been a while since we've seen him. He tends to uh, it tends to play well on courses that have kind of angular straight lines. This one's got straight fairways, and um, it, you know I like I was tweeting about it today. I've just kind of done a full. 180 maybe even like a, a 540 on bubba i've gone around <laughs> like you know 
one and a half times where he, you know, he, I just never really cared for the guy at all. Didn't like his antics. Didn't always felt forced, always felt just kind of bitchy and, and uncomfortable. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure what it's, what it is about how he's approached the last couple of years. It just seems like he's just a lot more human now. I'd so. like to, I'd like, I want to pick up, I feel the same way. I, and I wonder if that comes with us maturing at all in terms of like the, the silly things we used to make fun of him for maybe were a bit not validated, or do you still feel validated in a lot of the reason why we initially were not on the Bubba train? I'm, I'm kind of conflicted in this because I haven't found reason to hate Bubba for like four years now. And I don't know <laughs> if that's him kind of making a turn or is that me? What do you think? I think it's I think it's actually golf, right? Like we we have actual villains now. Like we have Bryson and Reed mm. and Antifaldo was was kind of t- tweeting about this earlier. He's like, hey, like we have we have actual guys doing like bad stuff now. And Bubba, you know, his his little hijinks or him bitching at Teddy or like he treated my mother in law like shit at the at the shark shootout one year in <laughs> as a volunteer in the in the uh, clubhouse. Like just just like treating people poorly right and i think you know i just think it's when you act like a human and kind of own up to things and just say hey like i'm trying to grow and i'm trying to be a better person like i don't know i just that seems to be the path forward to you know people just at least it shows you care a little bit right it seems genuine too you know it seems like everything with him seemed phony for a long time you know whether it's you know, yelling at this person and then you turn it up at this thing, doing the PJ tour social thing and making everybody like you. And like, I feel like he's stopped trying to make everyone like him and just is very like much more present and aware of things and uh, kind of just letting it, letting it all hang out a little bit, a little bit better. I kind of feel yeah, it's a similar thing to Poulter. Like I, I don't feel the need or the urgency or the desire to hate on Poulter much anymore. I think I'm just kind of slowly coming around on these guys and I can't tell if that's a me thing or if it's, you know, them developing or growing up. I think also it's something with Bubba that, that never really squared up for me, where he would do all these things for attention, whether it be the hovercraft or the, you know, the pink shaft or the pink club or the golf boys stuff or the Volvic, you know, like, and, and whether that attention meant money, maybe, you know, maybe he was just hustling for a dollar, but, um, but that stuff never squared up with kind of the, the, sense you got of him not being comfortable in his own skin and not being comfortable in the spotlight. Right. And so it's kind of like, you got to be true to yourself. And it seems like now he's, he's at least kind of accepted both his reality as, as a pretty famous athlete and also kind of toned down on those things that, that were kind of running counter to that, um, you know, to his nature, his sensibilities. So real quick, and I want to get Cody's take on this before we do uh, Bubba's U S open record is comically bad he finished t5 kind of out of nowhere at oakmont in 2007 his best u.s open finish since then is a t31 last year at the u.s open no so i'm sorry t18 in 2009 but he has no top tens in u.s open u.s opens ever so i he just i don't know if he has the patience to kind of play this style of golf for 72 holes uh, unless he's truly turned over a new leaf so i'm not counting on him being around for two more days but uh, I, I needless to say, I'm quite surprised to see him sitting there at three under and going to be going to be playing with uh, with with Rombo tomorrow. But uh, Cody, also, where, though, where do you, go ahead. I mean, this kind of goes with like the thing of like, is it a real U.S. Open? No. You know, and like, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. Right. I think we said before the week, Randy and I, we didn't go to U.S. Open media day at Tory because 
we were kind of protesting it. And I think we were debating before the week is that, do you, you know, do they get a third of a major for this one? Do they get a half a major? Do they get the equivalent of like winning three farmers opens? Um, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm still up in the air on that. I think the weekend will, will kind of dictate that, but um, going back to it, like that's what it feels like though. It feels like a farmer's open with a little bit warmer weather. Right. I, I I am definitely in agreement there. We'll 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 wrap the show with we'll we'll do an evaluation as of each night as to where where we stand on this being a major. Cody, where do you where do you net out on Bubba? I love Bubba. I think you've seen tremendous growth from him, and I know uh, talk about it a lot. But it's always been I think he's the ultimate showman. Uh, he's always wanted to please people, whether that's sponsors or you know family or fans, really in general. But he never really understood how to handle that. I think he's gotten a grip, a grip on that, you know, in the last couple of years. And you see everything that he does outside of the game, and it's finally catching up inside the game. I mean, he's he's definitely been playing great leading into the tournament. Um, and I think he, you know, I know this doesn't set up for him, but has Bubba ever like imploded anywhere? Like he's just the scrappy dog when he's like on in the top ten of the leaderboard. Like he's gonna fight and fight and fight and fight and figure it out because that's just how he thinks. He thinks differently and straight lines and everything mean nothing to him because he can make shots happen. And I think that's perfect really for this course. Hmm. I f- did you get to watch him play at all in person? This I feel like is he's, he's still, I said it last night, like number one dude, probably when you show up to play other than like cam champ and Bryson, number one dude that you want to go watch. Yeah. I didn't see any of him today. I watched him yesterday and you know, still the driver off the deck on, nine was incredible he did it again he did it again today he was yeah aimed even for i swear his his feet were aimed even further right this time around but uh a lot of people you know a lot of people out there especially in southern california um you know you know around the callaway headquarters and stuff everyone calls him rombo you know everyone everyone's been saying you know rombo 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 uh we got to talk about him sitting in minus three i feel like he's just i feel like he's just looming there with bad intentions right doesn't feel like he's had anything really go his way and uh I, I still don't expect him to like make a move, but gosh, he just sits there like just loom. Is he loitering or is he lurking? Well, he's got, he's, he's a, he's got bad intentions, but he's also got good perspective, right? Perspective intensifies. Triple perspective. They, they did it three times in 10 seconds when he <laughs> interviewed him. Um, no, I mean, I think he, he felt like, you know, he almost felt like too obvious of a pick this week. You know, I think he was, he ended up what, like 11 to one or, 10 to 1, 11 he got to down 1, to like 8 to 1 at one point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he, you know, his track record speaks for itself on this golf course. He seems like it doesn't seem like he's been killing it thus far. Like he, you know, pretty, pretty, uh, pretty ho hum front nine today. Birdie on, or sorry, uh, yesterday. Uh, let me get around two here. Still, you know, the, the damn US Open website just. You know, I just can't get used to it. Um, but yeah, kind of quiet on the front nine, both rounds. Like he's, he's had two birdies, one bogey on the front nine, both days combined, um, bogey on 13 today. And then good birdie on 18 there. Um, and then really, you know, looking at round one, like kind of topsy turvy on the back nine, another birdie on 18. But I I just feel like if he's, he's not playing his best golf yet and he's, and he's, you know, right there. So, I mean, I, I think he's, I don't have the current odds up, but he's got to be the, he's got to be the 
the the clear favorite right yeah yeah i mean as far as data golf goes and i'm guessing what the sports book i'll pull up DraftKings numbers here but uh that he's got to be got to be the favorite uh him or yeah it's got to be him far and away but before we get uh, any further down the board tc you want to tell us one maybe what you might be sipping on and two uh you know a little bit about our friends at wine access yeah would love to i am sipping i'm actually sipping on a zinfandel tonight i cooked a strip steak um i got a little bored about 7 p.m and headed over to the store and and cooked a a nice steak for my wife and i um but wine access uh i got actually got this zen this this is a ridge ridge uh zen but um our wine of the month this month is the 2017 phoenix cab it is a wine that is exclusive to wine access from a winery that robert parker has counted among his napa valley superstars and that food and wine is profiled as one of the valley's most exquisite small gems uh, I believe they've got an NDA on it. It's this like uh, grapes from this vineyard would typically cost hundreds of dollars. This one's available through their close relationship for about 45. Uh, and then go to wineaccess.com slash NLU for 15% off your first three orders as well. So uh, talk to like our friend Job. I know he went deep in the wine access store the other night, texted me a couple, like he did a uh, 98 Chateau Moussar in there. Um, you you can have some fun in there and it's, and it's also fun to see the 15% off kind of, uh, you know, melt off some dollars, uh, there when you start stacking it up in your cart. So they, a lot of, a lot of super cool Tuscan stuff in there. They got a cool Sicilian wine, um, and, and just a lot of great, great California and uh, Oregon stuff in there right now too. So great stuff. Wineaccess.com slash NLU. 15 percent off uh thank you you know live shows were very different when when we couldn't get uh you know live shows are different when you can do they can roast us live during the ads like i I greatly appreciate all those comments thank you so much for that but we are still gonna if if somebody if somebody slays us with a comment we gave out a great uh we gave out out a precision pro rangefinder last night to to be who just crushed my small tv that's in the background uh, which I, I got, I got, I told my wife about it. We're, we're currently in the market for a new TV because my ego is so damaged by getting roasted for my small TV. But, um, as we mentioned, Xander, uh, that what he did there on 18, I mean, watching, so we're, we're watching Akshay Bhatia trying to try to make the cut here and he hits, crushes a drive and needs fairway wood to get over the, over the green on 18. Xander needed four iron to go over the green on 18. Like it, he was hitting some drives yesterday. The driving distance stats are kind of weird how they all net out, but is it is his like long game jumping off the page at anyone else other than me right now? He's just a predator with the driver with the long irons. It's I mean, I'm just blown away at how high he hits it. Yeah. It, it's just, and, and just wild. I, I, I'm wondering, I, I truly wonder if he's going to stick with the the arm lock for the rest of the weekend. It looked like he hit a couple of putts that were not even close to the right speed there coming in. And it just reeked of like, dude, I don't know if I'm going to win the U.S. Open putting it like this. I I, I truly, I want to know how committed he is to this thing because it it uh, the honeymoon period might be over for the arm lock as it looks right now. He's one of the only guys near the top of the leaderboard that's losing strokes on the green. He's lost almost a stroke on the green, but Gained 3.07 off the tee, gained 3.0 or sorry, 3.49 in approach, uh, and gained 1.1 around the green. It's really only his putting is the only reason why he's not winning this tournament right now. So I would say <laughs> he's he's got to be getting tired, uh, from bending over, like doing the doing the read, you know, the reading on his on his stomach there, too, right? 
Yeah, he's got the push-up green reading thing going on, which, yeah, it's, his putting's not been disastrous. I'm just Almost everyone else, uh, if we're looking at our sustainability models, almost everyone else near the top of the leaderboard is not uh, looking that sustainable. Like Richard Bland's putting has been insane, as you might expect. Bryson's actually putting his ass off. He's got like 4.2 strokes gain putting. Um, and so I, yeah, around this time is when you start looking at the guys that are actually really striking it great. And, uh, it, Louis, Louis and Bland are the, are the two that jump off the pages uh, near the top of the leaderboard that are not necessarily striking it that great. Um, but quiet 69 for your, your boy, Scotty Scheffler. He is leading the field in strokes game putting, uh, as of this week. Um, I don't know. I, I didn't really get to see any of him the last couple of days, despite watching quite literally every <laughs> minute of, of golf that's been on TV, but, uh, found that worthy of noting as well. So. Yeah, it's. It, I don't know. He, like he didn't really seem like a guy that would strike me as like being a predator on this course. But I mean, if his if his long game shows up, watch out, I guess. But I mean, I it's weird. I, I never really think of Scotty as as someone who's going to putt lights out, right? I mean, I know he, he's he's always got a bunch of 12, 15 footers. He's always got looks, but maybe it's just one of those things that we always talk about with Rory or. Um, you know, Finau, like guys like that, that, that they just have so many of those looks that you kind of penalize them a little bit because they're just constantly missing birdie putts on TV. Um, I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's just the. I, all right. I, I think I'm ready to do some Tory stuff. Uh, Cody, you, you're let's, before we get turned over to TC, you're, you're leaving the grounds here. I guess I'm guessing there's an announcement going on above your head here. If that's what that sound means, but raise no. your hand. One thing I want okay. to cover before Something that we're missing on the on the or haven't talked about on the leaderboard. Phenomenal day today, Kyle Westmoreland. So, you know, had an awesome morning. People, a lot of people don't know about him, but uh, went to the Air Force Academy. Former captain in the Air Force, uh, just absolutely playing lights out. Uh, walked him for about four holes today. Couldn't be more impressed, and I think he's got a pretty big, uh, you know, not only weekend ahead of him, but future. Corn Ferry tour player and everything else coming his way, but shout out to him making the cut. Akshay, phenomenal four to make the cut. I was heartbroken for the amateur. Uh, that three putt at the end just gut wrenching. Uh, that was to get a spectrum low of golf right there. That was right. that was both awesome to see. For uh, Akshay is also three years younger than uh, Kozan, uh, <laughs> which. It's kind of interesting how they presented it uh, in right. that in that realm, which he was playing for low am, which you only win low am if you make the cut. Which I, I don't know where I net out on that. I, I, that's that seems like a it seems a little harsh. It's he, he's still the low know. am, right? You got to make the cut, man. No, I think that's, yeah, you make the cut. Come on, all the uh, all right, everybody's back, a low am, man. Not to make this a big uh, coverage take, but this is a coverage take. Like what? That's that's the best possible. You've got an amateur, you've got a super young pro who who qualified his way into uh, this event, and you're not showing them blow by blow down the stretch. You're trying to force feed us Jimmy Walker, or you know, uh, they were showing us a lot of Rafa Cabrera Bale, which who I like, but it just seems like there's no there's no emphasis on like that's a story, that's a narrative, that's that's what the U S open is all about. I mean, their, their whole brand platform is the, from many one thing. And you would think, all right, like we're, you know, we, we have an amateur on the cut line. Why aren't they just leaning into that and showing the shit out of that for the last 
45 minutes of the broadcast. I mean, especially once you flip over to Peacock for the last hour of your telecast, the fifth channel change you would have to have made during the day. Those are going to be your hardest of hardcore fans, right? Like you, you don't need to lean on Jimmy Walker or past major champions to like build, you know, you, there were two, at, at that point, there were two people left that could have their week, their weekends were in doubt. And that's when they finally picked up on auction. At one point they, they showed Ke- Kozan putting on uh, 15 and Akshay was lining up his putt to save par, and they cut away from that to go to a commercial. It was just like, oh, my God. Like This is a story right here. A 19-year-old just made the cut at the U.S. Open. I know he's – literally, if he had an A next to his name, this would have been a much bigger deal. But, like, I don't know. This was it's, something that – It's right in follow. front of him. It's like slapping him in the face. <laughs> they they well, they have to care it. about it. So we do everything for the longest day in golf for final qualifying. Yeah. But yet there's no – on the leaderboard, there's nothing that demotes, hey, this guy made it through final qualifying. This story is here to watch, and that's what Friday afternoon, Friday evening coverage should have been about. And, and especially when they pride, fell short. they pride themselves on, on hey, we're going to show everybody in the championship. We're going to – Yep. We're gonna yeah. make this into hey, this is this is the culmination of month, you know, month and a half, two months of local qualifying, sectional qualifying, all of that, and then they just kind of throw that shit out the window and and treat it as, re- as as like window dressing. It just doesn't make sense to me. And they were only air for twenty six and a half hours last two days. You know what I mean? It's not like they don't have time to tell some of these stories. That's that's the that's the frustrating part. But all right, TC Tori. Uh, I'm 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 just gonna I'm gonna go on a limb here. I'm gonna guess that they are who we thought they were. Uh, or or have you totally changed your mind about Tory Pines the South Course? No, no. I mean, you know, everybody thinks I'm a contrarian. If I was a contrarian, I'd be slurping Tory right now. <laughs> I feel like I was. The guy There's a little was, bit of that you know, going around. I used to hate this band before everybody else hated this band. Like you know, and, and I I feel like I don't know maybe four or five six years ago, like I was hating on Tory, and I don't I don't really know why I didn't like it. It just never really. I always called it Firestone West, right? And it, um, yeah, it just doesn't do anything for me. It feels so disconnected from such a spectacular site, right? And, um, you know, it just, I don't know. I just don't like the way it plays. I don't, KVV called it a gray water pond on 18, <laughs> which, which made me laugh. Um, it, you know, like I respect the fact that it's public. I mean, there's a lot of great public courses out there, but that doesn't make it a good course, in my opinion, right? It just, like if it, you know, and I, I feel similarly about Beth Page. I don't like the changes that they've made there. It, it just feels so, so one note, right? And, um, you know, like, and and by the same token, like I played Chambers Bay last month and I love Chambers Bay. Like I would, I would watch the shit out of another US Open from Chambers Bay now that they fixed the greens and think it's a terrible spectator course, but I think it would be so much more engaging than a Tory Pines where it, it asks a bunch of different questions to the players throughout the rounds. Whereas, you know, I'm left just like, I, I, like I watch this tournament every year, the farmers every year. And then I've seen two U S opens there. Now I, other than four and thir- four, 13, 18, and maybe one or two other holes. I, I like, I can't pick anything out for you. I couldn't tell you what's what at all. It just all bleeds together for me. I was I had a moment today where I was like, oh my God. It was near the end of the show. And I was like, oh, I've watched this for two days. I've watched the farmers every year. I do not know what the 15th hole is. I, I and I should know the 15th hole of a tour event that I watched. I had to go look at it. Oh, it's a 500 yard dead straight par four. That's why I don't remember what it is. But 
for the people that get mad about the Tory stuff, like, oh, it's a great quote, blah, blah, blah. Like, what is it better than? Like, what what would you rank Tory above? It, 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 on anyone's list, it has to be the bottom in terms of major championship rotas, right? Like, it, you, if I would honestly like to hear a course that you rate. People, go ahead in the comments. If, you, if you're a Tory they've lover. Spent, yeah, and they've spent so much fucking money on it, too. They've spent like $25 million on it in the last 10 or 15 years. I was talking to somebody who's a San Diego local. He said that they, um, they, the, a tree fell on the bathroom out there and like they have the worst water stations the worst bathrooms out there a tree fell in the bathroom and they built it the exact same way even though it was like this 30 year old bathroom like and that just kind of shows you how they they think about the course as well or it's this spectacular site and it's this spectacular piece of land and like there's just no improvement there's no there's no emphasis on you know making it better and being the best version of itself it's, it's crazy Big win sports hitting us, but the TPC Twin Cities is better. Yeah, uh, it very well might be Harbor Town or Har- No, come on, that's that's one. That one's not fair. Harbor Town. All right, all right or- this is good. Tory is the Roos Chris. Go- uh, hold on, it's going up. Uh, the Roos it's going Chris too fast. of I'm golf courses. You're, you're paying Pinehurst prices, non-resident for essentially an outback steakhouse, which is a fair fair take. And it'd be and, one and, thing if it, it promoted yeah. exciting golf and it just, it just doesn't freaking do it. It's going to be a slog all the way to the finish and they got to hope that they get some, some, some people going head to head, but I'll take Harding park nine to one versus Tory. Yeah. Cause I would think That's Harding what, parks kind of, the, kind of a, kind of a, you know, accurate comp in a big city, you know, relatively urban golf. I know it's kind of disc it, it's, it's not next to the ocean, but, even like without the without the ocean there watching it, I still take Harding Park. And I'm pulling this comment up on the screen from Jordan Summers. I love Tory because I'm a local and grew up playing it. I know every inch of every hole, so it's awesome to watch pros play the course I grew up playing. Listen, that is like I can't argue with any of, of that. Like, that's a very yeah. personal thing. And like for all the people that are like, oh, you hate public courses and all like no, like we it can be a cool and awesome site for local people to play public golf municipal course that is that scenic like of course that is something we're going to celebrate in this game yet we're talking about playing the national championship on it I, if you can't separate those two things i don't i don't know if i can help you so I, i'm hey, waiting yo, for cody to jordan, chime in jordan summers you get that once you're ready man yeah I, yeah i don't feel bad about that that's a that's a very excellent point god alex higgs is just dogging me in the comments c-suite struggling to empathize with public spots and then he was, is he that was harry's like, brother i think so and then all my you know uh dogging all my wine bottles in the back i'm in my office here it's not it's <laughs> golf clubs over here Got wine and whiskey up there like i don't live in a big house i live in florida i don't have a basement folks the kids are in so. bed give them a break it's father's day weekend <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Listen, none of this has to do with like actual Tory Pines. Like it's about the the course itself. Like we love the fact that it's public and a ton of locals can go play for super cheap and everything. Like we love everything about that. It's just that like the design sucks. You can't host (laughs) a major championship here. Like and it could be it could be really good. It's a great it's a great site. That's the we, crazy part. We haven't talked enough about how much 13 sucks. Like that always freaking brutal. It balls rolling all the way back all to the same spot with the divots, a green that doesn't hold even the best second shots, a weird ass green shape. That whole freaking sucks. 
But dude, uh, they put it in a new tee box, so chill. It made it even worse. Now, like nobody could get there. It's so far back there too. Like, and nobody as, hits as it in the. You don't hit it in the canyon either. Exactly. Like, not one ball has gone in there. Like it's so dumb. So, <laughs> anyway, Cody, how's the office park there? Which holds the office park off of the uh, the big like Scripps building? The, yeah, the uh, Scripps like, Club. Uh. I don't know if it's off of next to nine or 10, but it's like, it's weird because you don't see that on obviously on coverage, but like the lodge. And then there's just a wall of like corporate buildings leading all the oh, way up. Oh, we see it. Yeah. That's bad. Like it was like the old like uh, Memphis the old, vibes going on. The old Byron Nelson had that too. At, uh, oh, yeah. Las Colinas. Mm. They had that, they had that going big time. All right, so who's going to still ride for uh, first in, last out uh, pairings for Saturday? Total, just leave it up to the gods. You know, Bryson and Brooks tie, and they they weren't even close to getting paired together. Who's going to still ride for it? It Saul, it just feels like it feels like you want to play God, man. It feels like the where do you draw the line? It feels like the draw uh, draw twenty five meme. It's either admit Solly's right or draw twenty five cards in the Uno game. And TC's like, all right, I'll draw twenty five. Like, I, <laughs> no way. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to admit that. I just he's don't know. Where, I don't know where it stops. I don't know where your your you know your heavy handedness stops. I don't know. You know, you're gonna start trying to manipulate pairings of guys that aren't tied, and then you're gonna start. You know, and granted, maybe it is an entertainment product. Maybe, you know, I was thinking about this earlier. You were talking about the the holy moly jumping ahead of golf in the TV ratings and all that. Or I guess holy moly is golf. But, you know, when the PGL happens, maybe they give a couple spots to holy moly. Maybe they give a couple spots to big break and, and have, have, have like a holy moly big break team there. Maybe the USGA Love should, the big break. Just get, don't bring that pipe guy back. Oh, pipe dream. Mark Burke, that guy was sick. Uh, but holy moly, maybe they maybe they give like a like one US Open. It's like holy moly is a US Open sectional, and whoever advances from holy moly gets a spot in the US Open. Like we're well, talking about growing you, the game here. I think you may need to use the US Open to get into holy moly based on the ratings. I mean, how how is golf getting smoked by a miniature golf obstacle course show? Like how is this? It's, how is how is no one talking right, about what is, this? What is holy moly? I've never watched it before. I mean, it's Rob Riggle and Joe Tessitore are the hosts. I've never watched it either, but it's like a American Ninja. I imagine it's American Ninja Warrior style putt putt show that I think involves some celebrities of some kind, but very DVRable. Yet got three million people to watch it, whereas so only it's two putt-putt, million. Putt putt, and then they and then they get the shit beat out of them while they're playing putt putt. Basically, I do not know if they do that. I think it's just like zany putt putt, like obstacle course kind of putt putt miniature golf of some kind, which it I know is different. Right up my alley. Like Wipeout. Big Win Sports says it's like Wipeout. Uh, and Rare Medic says it's eye cancer. So big ratings are ratings are coming in hot for it. But it, <laughs> it's beating what we just – the national championship of golf. Yeah. Like, so, uh, so Somebody in the comments is, call, is calling Cody Peter North, which I like. <laughs> ben Ruttenberg, holy moly, caused Hovland's eye injury. Boom, Precision Pro Rangefinder coming your way. Ben Ruttenberg, best comment of the night. Send me an email, uh, no laying up at gmail.com. It better, yeah. <laughs> um, which I was trying to workshop a joke and I'm glad I didn't get it out. Something along the lines of like, yeah, I didn't, my eyes didn't like what I was seeing on my scorecard is why I withdrew. But it sounds like this actually was a, a very real uh, 
a real thing that Hovland was dealing with today. I know that was your pick, TC. I know you're heartbroken. So it was, and I'm. I got him. Like I think he's missed three cuts in the last eighteen months or like year and a half. Basically, he's he's, but he's so hard to pick. Like when he's gonna, when he's truly gonna flash. But he's always solid. This was his first missed cut in a major. I mean, I guess he didn't miss the cut, but in my opinion, he missed the cut. Like even he was going even to, before yeah. the eye stuff, he, he like he didn't play well yesterday. Um, but man, like you know, two two amateur appearances in majors, and then I think another five or six as a pro. And he's um, this was his first missed cut this week. That's crazy. Great. Good question from David Pilgreen. Tiger played this course on, on, well, it was only one broken leg. Tiger plays this course on a broken leg and we're giving sand in the eye a pass. That's very, very, very fair point. I think if he was tied for the lead, he would have kept it going, but there was no hope of that. I think he got, he was past the point of no return. Uh, Can we go point. back up? We've skipped over, I think, possibly the story of the day. Is it Mackenzie Hughes? Uh, yes. <laughs> he shot 67 with pars on both uh both nine and 18 today uh he started on 10 and then uh he you know part 18 and then part nine to close it out he could have had a 66 today in the u.s open would have been i believe the low round of the day uh i believe a 67 was tied for the low round of the day as it was but it uh was with dick bland yeah but yeah Mackenzie hughes Bubba. man he's back he's back he's playing Playing really good golf. Streelman continues his heater, seventy-one sixty-nine. He's two under. Uh, they're both they're both at two under there with with, with Xander. Uh, we'd be remiss if we didn't give a shout out to Guido Migliazzi uh, at, at at one under and Patrick Rogers. Very very quiet uh, T ten right now, seventy seventy one. Um, and then Bezadenhout. I don't even think we've talked about Bryson yet. I was going to say we got to get to Bryson, but of course, I don't. I, I'm assuming by Pac Patrick Rogers, you mean the the gentleman who was the standout at Stanford, uh, had 11 wins in college, um, you know, broke Tiger Woods's record. That that's his full name. Uh, just want to make sure we got that properly documented. But yeah, Bryson found something in his sleep last night. Did you hear this? Not not did. he didn't he didn't wake up in the middle of the night. He 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 took something in during his sleep that he realized he was doing wrong uh, and found something and shot 69 today. So. Um, nice. It's, it was uh, nice. So, so I kind of missed his, all of his. I was doing kiddo stuff last night. Uh, he, we missed he, it too. We were. He was there on the. He was, he was there his... on the range till, till, like three a.m. or something. Yeah, just it was late. Banging he was balls the, in the dark. He was there late using the uh, using the launch monitor to tell him things. Uh, <laughs> apparently, but he didn't get anything out of it. But he, it came to him in the middle of the night. But God, what if he's the JJ Watt of golf? What a oh God! Flipper. There's a take. That's a fantastic take. He, oh, oh, uh, oh, the cameras are on me. All right, cool. I gotta, I gotta do something dramatic. He played. He's he played. He had a little run. I feel like he's done this in pretty much every major since he's become the launcher of like. All right, boom. That was your four birdies. You know, four under and six hole stretch just to launch you right back into the tournament. Uh, he actually kind of kind of fizzled a little bit. He made two bogeys when he flipped over. I kind of I really thought he was going to make a run, but. Sitting at even not out of it, I don't think he's in a great position to win it, but uh, probably in position for another top five in a major where, again, shout out to you know this playing style where you don't need everything to go right for you to be right there and in contention in the tournament and have probably a really high finish. So um, 
I don't know. I, I really do hope we get Brooks Bryson for Sunday, though. I know some people – I feel like by the time we get it, we're going to be bored with this thing if we're not already bored already by it. But um, Can we just keep going down the leaderboard? Yeah. Sure, I was going to say lots Morikawa. Of even par. Morikawa. Easy four under. I kind of eliminated him last night. I said anybody that was uh, plus four or worse was was too far back. I, I don't think he's going to win still, but that was uh, round tied for round of the day. Uh, again, that was a, for as shaky as he was in round one. He was very, very, very solid in round two. Kind of a weird round. I mean, he had he bogeyed the first. Uh, he had five birdies on his front nine, and then he parred the last nine holes, um, which is you know kind of. I guess like super solid 67, but also just kind of a weird 67. Um, too bad we don't have any, uh, Randy on tonight. Harris English, even par, 72-70. Continues to flush the ball, or back flushing the ball, I should say. Uh, JT, even as well. Um, I don't know if you caught this. They, get, they dropped three nices within 15 seconds of him uh finishing with a 69 it was like it almost was like all right guys you ready to do it we're gonna drop we're gonna drop three of them here hicks hit hicks hit him with one zinger hit one that was like emphasized like nice finish there for justin thomas and then hicks went back in for a third one i was like all right these guys are just messing with us at this point and then we've got hadwin at even and then at plus one we've got tom hoagie westwood all right, so who who finishes lower out of who finishes better, Westwood or or Dick Bland mm. this week? I'm gonna go Dick Bland. Westwood spotting him six six strokes. I'm gonna say Bland. I don't think I don't think we're in, we're due for like a full meltdown from Bland. It's just like gonna net out over over 36 holes or ever you know the next 36 holes. He's a top 10 would be a tremendous tremendous finish for him. Cody, what do you think? Yeah, D- Dick Bland. I don't think the issue with Lee is that it, it appears that he's stuck on, uh, you know, shooting around even par. And I don't think Torrey Pines is going to set up for that. He's going to have to get up to probably eight or nine, hmm. probably to be in contention. Maybe that's a little yep. bit deep, but I don't think Dick, Bl- Dick Bland is going to come all the way back. I mean, it's what's a, your read on it, it? Like, is there any is there any wind we, this weekend? Is there? Any, say, can, can we get some new tees? Can we get some something moved around? Something? Can we get a pin on the edge? Like, we need some kind of twist to this. It cannot play 0.4 shots harder than the Farmers Insurance Open. Like, it just cannot. We have to do something, make it way easier or way harder. Some some kind of different setup. I think the the biggest thing, you know, we always talk about when guys go have uh, kids and come back and they are just balling out of control their first tournament back. Well, congratulations to the Westwoods because I think he's got a little honeymoon vibes going. So, mm. Mm. DJ made a cut, thankfully, in a major. It's been uh, the first time and since the Masters last year, I believe. Um, I, f- I feel like you're conveniently s- skipping over the rib here. Are we can talk about the rib. He I mean, made he a little made- move. He made seven bogeys today. He started out hot and then made three bogeys in a row. As soon as I, as soon as I refused to tweet about it. the the power of the tweet jinx has been very strong this week. Made three bogeys in a row, birdied eighteen, but then made three more bogeys on two, four, and five. At least made two birdies coming in. But um, yeah, there's 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 there was a fair amount of of stinkiness I think in that round. But a great shot of him. I don't know what. How are the cameras ready? to like shoot at his hotel room on the balcony when he's standing out there with his baby. Like, were they waiting for him to walk out there with the baby? Like that, that felt a little bit, a little bit, uh, I don't know. A little bit Truman show. A little bit. Yeah. A little, a little bit. I I wasn't, I don't know if that was a special, they're making golf pass content up there or what, but, 
Uh, that felt a little, little, little weird, but um, we've got like you guys do this so, to me every time when you're going down the lead board. You like intentionally skipped over Brendan Grace because you know where there were, uh, you know, Autoflex brothers, <laughs> and I know you guys are extremely jealous of that. But like, I mean, he's got a room to a lot of room to go here. Cody, what do you think they outlaw first, arm lock putting or the Autoflex uh, shaft? I don't think they're gonna take autoflex away it's a no-brainer they probably should uh it's awesome can't recommend it more if people have the money to go buy it but um it's not going to be anchoring the craziest thing that i saw today honestly is you know cooch is probably like the grandfather of arm lock putting his backwards arm lock is just wild to see because it makes no sense it looks like the angles wise it looks like he should be like scooping the ball Obviously, the, the head, the shaft's bent enough, so it's not, but it just is wild seeing in person. Hmm. It, yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't get on board with the arm lock. I just, yeah, I, right. I, 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 it's got to go quick. And the Greens books, it sounds like they're the PGA Tour voted to outlaw them this week. Like, all that stuff's got to go. Is, which is crazy. The fact that the PGA Tour is taking, taking matters into their own hands. Like in what world are we living where the PGA tour is Rory's regulating? It's, it's insane. That's a player's That's, thing. during us open week. I know it's crazy. Like the USJ wake up. Is there asleep at the wheel? It's, it's insane. Um, um, I feel like we got to talk about Chez. Well, I was going to give a shout out to Spieth for shooting 69 to make the cut as well. I mean, I kind of had written him off after day one. That's, uh, I didn't. I did. I have not seen him swing a golf club this week, unfortunately. But uh, shout out to or, shout out to or fortunately, Jordan. yeah, that might, might be true. Well, yeah, Chez. you have a, a Chaz highlight, yeah, yeah. I mean, he he hooped it on his first hole of the day today on ten. But what, and, what did uh, he get for it? He got the the Cisco WebEx <laughs> shot of the day, which is you know a, a shocker because he's he's sponsored by Cis, Cisco WebEx. Um, is he re- oh god i didn't even make yeah. that connection yeah oh it was an it was an activation for the ages um yeah he made it two on 10 and then and then 16 pars in a row and then he birdied nine like That's what a, a round one. what a classy round neil was neil was so pumped i talked to him earlier um there's some there's some interesting pairings tomorrow like joaquin neiman and big bob mcintyre two promising young young foreigners uh leash and dj playing together um which i think brings us to how far back is too far back mm. right akshay's got to play by himself this morning tomorrow morning that just seems it seems uh seems personal seems uh cruel did amazing. you guys yeah. ever like go to the park to meet up with your friends and nobody showed up you just kind of went on the swing set by yourself oh yeah. uh, many times that's why i do a podcast now <laughs> Cody, uh, i grew up in atlanta we didn't really have parks you, you know, I, we just didn't have parks. Too far point. back. Plus, I think plus one. No one at plus one or or versus winning this thing. I think plus one is so, too far back. So even is so it's even or better. Even or better, I think is is where the winner is going to come from. All right. So there's and there's no there's no conditions to speak of. Like there's no there's no wind or anything rolling in or it's not going to get hot tomorrow or anything like that. It's just going to be basically the same thing we've been seeing the last two days for the next two days. Yeah. Fuck. I think I do something, man. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It's so bad. This is like the most minimal effort for a championship I, I could ever recall. Like 
There's nothing unique. There's nothing different about this than the farmers. Like the natural elements of the grass types being different, and it's a little bit firmer. But like they didn't do anything different than what they would have done for farmers. No, they. And I'm a Bodenhammer guy. I'm a Bodenhammer guy. They punched guy. the greens. Yeah. So they did do something different. <laughs> um. God. How about Phil? Phil was slurping uh, Jason Gore in his post round comments. What he said? Could go just going out of his way to say, you know, I think Jason Gore is really really running this organization the right way. I'm, I'm paraphrasing here, but really, really just done a lot of good things. Um, you know, I think he's really, really been a great influence on the USGA, basically just double, like double middle fingers at Mike Davis, you know, in, in, in the week of like, I feel like they should let Mike Davis like one last hurrah, right. Before he rides off into the sunset, they've, they've been doing the, Mike Davis montage videos and, and referencing him. And, you know, and like, I, I like Mike Davis. I think he, I think he was kind of under underrated. I think he did a lot of good things that probably get underreported on. Um, you know, also some very high profile mistakes as well. So it's kind of, you, you can't take the good with the bad, but um, they should let him get, get funky with it one last time. A hundred percent. Like, like I said, it, messing up Shinnecock was criminal. That was borderline malpractice. But, like, go do whatever you want with Tory. Like, it, it is not interesting enough on its own, even, like, the most pristine conditions for it to just stand as a normal setup. Like, shit should definitely get weird uh, here at Tory. So, uh, 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 Special shout-out to Patrick Reed for the three-putt on 18 today. That was, that was awesome. Awesome way make, to finish things. Did he make the cut? He did plus three. Okay, okay gotcha. Yeah, they were thinking it. at the time that plus three was gonna like miss the cut. It was... But they could not do the cut today. <laughs> that was were, a tough seed. Oh my god, Peter Jacobson. I don't understand how you can be around professional golf for like fifty years and not understand how a cut line works. Like not even like within the realm. And like data golf is all over all this stuff. Like there's a whole nother wave of people going off and they're like, Oh, at somebody at plus three needed to birdie the last hole to get to plus two to get in. Meanwhile, plus four got in without the conditions changing. Like nothing changed in the models at all. I do not, do not understand how some, like that's a Purdue. I don't mean to put that too much on the announcers. Cause like, they got to have some kind of statistician or producer on there. Like tell people like, no, don't try to pretend the cut might go to my, to plus two. Sheesh. Totally. You got to be looking two out would, for him. Yeah. Plus two would have been 40 guys making the cut. So, um, <laughs> anyways, uh, there's some, I'm making a move tomorrow. in my draft King in the DraftKings Kings, uh, championship series. I might be going to, to Vegas for the championship here. I'm in, I'm in sixth place out of like 200 and, just, just putting Solid. everyone on notice don't, for that. Don't count your chickens. I was in the same boat for the Masters. I had like Cam and Leash, and uh, gosh, who else did I have? I had Fourth a couple place. other guys that were like way up there, and it did not turn out well for me. So all six made the cut. I might be a DFS guy now. I'm kind of kind of in on this, but um, what? Uh, There's what, some great tea times, man. Like what do you Matt got? Fitzpatrick, Tommy Fleetwood at 9 a.m. I'd go watch the shit out of that. Um, Woodland Keimer at 849 right before them. Patrick Reed and Sergio together oh at 933. God. That seems kind of combustible. Adam Scott and Matsuyama. Um, JT and Morikawa. Yeah, DJ and Leash, McIntyre and Neiman. Um, yeah, just a lot of a lot of interesting, interesting pairings. 
Brooks and Bryson. Oh no, wait, sorry. Brooks is playing with Adam Hadwin, and then Bryson is playing with <laughs> Christian Bezadenhout. So that's that's how that shook out. So cool. That's that's fun. That's cool. I'm excited for that. Um, All right. Anything else before we uh, yeah, sign off on, on that real Friday. quick? Gallery sure. wise, I did not hear a lot of Brooksies and all that stuff. This the San Diego crowd was definitely calm and not up in people's you know asses all day long. So that was kind of refreshing to hear. Doesn't there's not much of a crowd presence? At least it's not coming through on TV. You know, it's crowds. I know there's not a ton of people there, but there's not a lot of noise. There's not not a lot of juice flowing from the from a television perspective. Did it feel right. different? They, on the no, I mean they kind of bumble, bundle around like the f- main five holes that you can get there because that's the only place that they have hospitality set up at. Uh, and nobody goes and watches the back nine, and really nobody goes down and, and checks out three, four, five, uh, because trying to get back up to you know seven, eight, nine is just such a pain in the butt. Hmm. I'm kind of curious, where do they shoot Holy Moly? Where's the set for that? Well, I was just gonna say that you know that's not really that big a deal, Cody, to not have buzz or people watching that because Tori and, and NBC take care of the rest with with the excitement. So you know it's. it's it, it, it it's totally fine i'd say but right last thing biggest disappointment yeah. so far who missed the cut mm. because there's some big numbers out there i didn't even realize justin rose 78 77 plus 13 well, i think i think rosie was all concerned about the scotland england uh football match today uh, you know which nil nil draw that was it was it was tough the scots are stoked and the in the uh yeah english blokes are devastated um i would say the the bullet missing the cut after a great 71 yesterday was a tough one to swallow and i I know our boy max had a had a tough back nine there to to miss the cut by a few zalatoris was a disappointing one to me i'd say that's probably my biggest disappointment you know for as many as many as the the top names did not really do much damage uh in, in day one not a lot of them missed the cut dj rory all these guys kind of Flipped it around. Spieth, especially Morikawa, had a great day today. JT had a good day today. Uh, they kind of they kind of flipped it at the bottom there and, and at least made the cut. So not a ton of big names. Finau was a complete complete disappointment. Sully, what thank you? What do the stats that. say on Zalatoris? He didn't make a single birdie this week. Oh my which god! Seems almost impossible. Like what are the stats? Did he just could he just not get the ball in the hole? Could he not putt? Or was it was it just a bad week for him? Like tee to green. I'm gonna pull. The, I'll pull this up here. Let anything else you guys want to uh, want to get out here before we wrap. Yeah, it was kind of like Sahith Tagala was was kind of off to the races early. I think he was two under through his first eleven. Then made a triple on twelve. Finished plus seven. Kind of bummed to see him. I thought we were gonna see a nice run out of somebody like him or a Cole Hammer or um, you know just like one of the amateurs because it seems like it's a pretty good pretty good crop of amateurs. Um, Webb Simpson shooting 79 round one. I didn't, I didn't foresee that one. Um, I just don't, I don't see a whole lot of 79s lurking out there for, for as good of a ball striker as Webb Simpson is. Um, not enough, not enough trees out there. Zalatoris, uh, minus three on the greens, almost minus two around the greens and just didn't do a whole lot T to green either. So it just didn't add up for him this week. Huh? Which is yeah, I mean, I I think it's you know he's young and I think we probably expect a hell of a lot out of him and he's probably probably just needs a little bit more seasoning to be consistent week to week to week, especially because you know he's got some got some things to work on, especially on the greens. Uh, I mean, Sully 
big tone's got to be your biggest disappointment, right? Yeah, it's a, a great. Uh, you know what? He, he had a great putting week. That's the that's the frustrating part. He must have hit it like absolute shit because uh, he's putting cross hand, left hand low now, uh, and maybe some arm lock going on there too. I, I've kind of losing track of all the all the different variables going on in uh, in in the putting world right now. But yeah, he actually rolled it good and just hit it like shit and non factor. I would have thought Tory would have been a, a good place for him. So. Tyrrell yeah, hitting uh Tyrrell 78 today. 70 yeah, 78. That was that was rough as well. Sebastian Munoz bad day today, 71 77. Um I don't know, it just seemed like one of those things is like hey, it's there, like it's not the course's fault, it's not the draw's fault, it's not it's not anything. It's just like go get it, right? And you know, you either have it or you don't. I um, hope we get some stuff happen this weekend, man. Today was today was a tough scene. It was just not a lot happened in the golf tournament today. <laughs> I mean, I think the upside though is like if it doesn't happen, then like they don't ever go to Tory again. Oh, they right? can't go again, no matter and what. That seems like a win there. in and of itself. Yeah. Just wait till the back nine on Sunday. That's all that matters. I, I will sacrifice a tournament if we never have to do another one. I mean, based on the people, based on the number of people watching, maybe that is all that matters. Right. That's right. how we're here now. Tune in next week to the holy to holy moly. Lucas Ward, I see your uh, question. The beer situation, the viral video. Yes, the lines were crazy yesterday. Mm. Today, miraculously, they set up like additional, not like food, the normal tents. They had like little mini tents up just for beverages. So uh, they got it dialed. Mm. So you're good there if you're going out. Uh, I do want to give a shout out. There was, we're not going to name a name, but there was, there was a lady on the, on, on the LPGA today, hit the green in regulation on the first hole and made an eight which is which is really really cool which, which I, special. I, I felt i felt that deeply so who's your, who's uh, your guys winner who's your pick to win right now rom it, that's I, the, that's the head I, pick yeah i'd love to say xander but it's rom i'm gonna say xander because i i because i'm wrong on all these so cody who's your win i'm putting a little respect on it and it's mr scott Scheffler. Whoa. Interesting. Wow. I thought like, you were going to say Scott would... Stallings, and I was that was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> there we go again. I know everybody else doesn't see it, but I got so much shit for that from, from the team. It's crazy. I deserve it very much so. I still think he's vibing wherever he's at. Chattanooga. <laughs> Scott Simpson. Now, um, the guy out. Gosh. Scotty Scheffler uh, is hitting the ball so good. And he, he's really weird, like, um, you know, a pretty comfortable grouping with him the first two days. And he just seemed like he was in complete control of the situation. He didn't have any crazy emotional outbreaks and nothing was really too, you know, got away from him. But I just think it, it, once he starts making putts that he's he's got the total package. He's been making putts. That's why I don't know if it, if the sustainability models are saying there could be a chance of erosion this week. This yesterday, so, too. I know. All right, so Scheffler we'll and Shoffley are paired together. It's SCH. So they're like those those two last names are so similar. It's SCH SCN. Yeah, SCH F F L E S C N. So there's like there's like there's like right. three letters difference in there. I'm calling Crazy. it for the show then. If we're on, Crazy. if we're doing anagrams with the names, so. we didn't Crazy. even talk about Bryson jumping in, in behind Brooks yesterday. They did that while they were recording. 
That was yeah. Is he, I mean, is that was, he's just trolling everybody now. That he deserves seem to be. every bit of every bit of shit that he gets. And we talked about that last night. We did the snob, but it was snob boogie. We talked about that. <laughs> Maybe not enough. <laughs> Solid question for you before we leave. What who you got in the LPGA event? Because it's turning into a, a really, really, really good leaderboard. It's it's time for Leona McGuire. But Leona McGuire, it's it, it's time. She's been yeah. sniffing around there for a little while, and every. I've heard a lot of people say a lot of really good things about her in terms of her game. So it, it seems like it's time for her. So let's go with that. How about you? Yeah, I mean, she's she's got a three-shot lead. Um, Sue O next, who we played with in Australia, and who, uh, you know, I, I think she was kind of checked out of, out of that round. But, um, yeah, we've got, you know, I, I'm hoping Nellie. We got a lot of 66s on the board today. Uh, I'm hoping Nellie can can – summon something because i want to see her kind of rise to the challenge and and uh shut shut randy up a little bit Love and it. then madeline madeline's t9 right now too she's only interesting she's six back so got some things to follow this weekend when tori gets boring so i'm so Cody, excited to take this we red got eye F1. back home north carolina and watch <laughs> coverage this week as i've said so many great things about it it's gonna be awesome apparently Cody, they're front loading how was media dining by the way I mean, the food in San Diego is crazy. Media dining specifically was very good. Uh, what okay. you would expect for San Diego fair. A lot of uh, tortas, rolled tacos, burritos. I didn't realize what a California burrito was until this week. And I guess they put French fries in with like their carnitas. It's delicious, but I've had like probably eight burritos. I need to fast. I think I'm going to get some Phil's coffee and take a couple days off next week. It's good to hear, uh, you know, USGA stepped up their game on that front. It was really good at, at the at the U.S. Women's Open last year in in, in uh, Houston as well. They had a bunch of good barbecue. That's always been the knock on the USGA from both players and media that their that their you know uh, media dining, player dining was was subpar. So they've stepped it up. Yeah, yeah, no complaints there. It was awesome. Glad to hear it. All right, it's bedtime. Let's get some rest and, uh, and and try not to fall asleep during the television coverage tomorrow. So thanks, everybody, for joining. Thanks for, thanks for getting Positivity. in the chat, everyone. And uh, we'll be back for another live show tomorrow night. Cheers. Be the right club. Be the right club today. Yeah. I mean, that's better than most. How about him? That is better than most. Better than most! Expect...